this is Money Talks, powered by the Money School, and our aim is to help you become wealthy. Let's get straight into today's show. Welcome on to yet another edition of Money Talks. It is powered by the Money School. I'm Brad Brown. I've got Gary Kale with me once again. Gary, we've spoken about getting married quite often here on uh, on uh, Money Talks and, and sort of the costs and financial implications of getting married. And uh, a word keeps popping up, and, and I wanted to know if you could explain more. Labola, what, what is it, and, and uh, how does it impact people's finances? So, Brad, this is an interesting one. And uh, before I actually, you know, just talk, give my commentary on this, I just want to say that, you know, Lobola is dowry. It's a, it's, it's, it's dowry for marriage. So, you know, in many cultures around the world, it's, it's common that there's gifts or there's, there's payments made and things like that. Um, uh, which are just cultural nuances in South Africa. That, that particular dowry is generally known as Lobola. And, um, it, it, it's quite common. The, 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 the reason I think that we, we're discussing this is because there's quite a serious implication for people in today's world with, with Lobola. There's nothing wrong with the fact that they have to save up money, you know, and that culturally is up to everyone to, to decide what they want to do. The problem is, is that what I find is, and I've been polling this for years and years and years across literally thousands and thousands and thousands of consumers. The answer is always the same. You know, if, 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 if an African gentleman is getting married and he's of the age between 20 to 35, at some point in his life when he wants to get married, he is going to have to come up with quite a sum of money. And on average, it's around, it's normally around sort of somewhere around four to six times salary to, for that dowry. So effectively, what they do is he has representation from his family who meet um, the spouse's family and they negotiate a price. And effectively, you know, he needs to put his shoulder to the plow and go and work for his new wife. And the issue is that from a financial perspective, most of the guys are not actually saving for this. What they're doing is, is that prior to the marriage, they're just going and taking out a loan, paying for their labola, and there we go. They've done their end of the bit and now they get married and they walk into their family with this contracted cash flow. You know, I mean, if, if you just want to like put it into terms, into simple terms, if you had to go and try and say, if I said to you now, how fast will it, will it take you to put together about four to six times your monthly salary? How fast could you give that to me? Yeah, okay. I, 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 take a while. Yep. Secondly, if you went and took a loan for four to six times your salary, that would be quite severe, right? You think that would cause a, a a problem from a cash flow perspective for you to try and pay off a loan of that size? So this is a serious issue because the guys are actually not pre-funding this properly. This is something that should be pre-funded just like your kid's education. The day you start having children, the day you know that in seven or eight years' time, your children are going to be in school and those school fees are going to be pretty severe if you haven't started putting away money today. So what I'm saying is that that there's, this is something that could actually be handled properly. It could it could be done with all the correct nuances that was intended culturally, and there doesn't have to be a hiccup in the family about it. But the problem is, in South Africa, 55% of divorce is being caused by financial pressure in families. Now what you have is you have newlyweds who are agreeing to go and take debt and this is a tricky situation because you have a wife saying or you have a fiance saying listen i want to get married like when are we doing this and you have a guy saying well you know it's going to take me quite a long time to actually save up this amount of money 
So the solution is, well, let's just shortcut that process and you go take a loan. Now, in my mind, that just doesn't work. Also, there's the perception that, you know, uh, and I'm, I'm definitely going to stand on toes when I say this, um, but I think that I've got a really good answer just to reinforce why I'm saying it, is that a lot of women don't feel that they're responsible. You know, it's his problem. He should be paying. I, I'm not paying for my own lobola, and fair enough. But this is an interesting challenge for couples because essentially if somebody has to try and come up with that kind of money and they have to try and save it quickly, even if it has been negotiated at a lower rate, and it's not four times the salary, but it's still going to be a very steep amount. You know, a woman needs to understand that, that her, her man needs to now go to work and he needs some space in his budget. So they, they, if, if it was what I advise my clients is you've got to have this conversation. If you really want your man to save up this Lobola, you actually need to take your foot off the petrol on the spending outside of the Lobola discussion. In other words, if you could just tone down your lifestyle expenses for a while, you know, just agree that you're just not going to go out as much. You're not going to entertain as much. You may not go on as many holidays and things like that. Give the guy a chance. Because if you don't and you're just going to run at full expenses, where on earth do you want him to come up with the money? And he's going to do it for love. He's going to get into debt for love. And he's going to bring that into your relationship. And then when you do get married, don't complain why there's stress and there isn't money to fund this new happily ever after life of yours. So I'm saying that it's, it is a complex problem, but it's very solvable with some foresight and with an understanding that if you are between the ages of 20 to 35, that you should just be pre-funding it. You need to take out an investment and you need to start putting money away so that at some point in your life, you have a lump sum for this purpose. I mean, maybe you don't want to disclose that you saved that money to the people who you're negotiating with over the rate. You know, they may really want you to go to work. So if you tell them you've already, you know, have this saved in advance, they may negotiate for a much higher fee. But I mean, look, that's just a little bit of a given, a bit of a, of a suggestion and of how I'd handle it. But I'm just saying, if you've pre-funded it, then you take this whole debt situation out of your future relationship. You take it out of play. If you don't, you're bringing it into a relationship and it's going to have some serious ramifications the day you have to start running a family. Gary, I think that uh, is some sound advice. Thank you very much for that. Uh, much appreciated. We look forward to catching up again next time here on the Money uh, on Money Talks, powered by the Money School. We look forward to it. Until then, cheers. Thank you for listening to Money Talks, powered by the Money School. To find out more about the Money School, head over to themoneyschool.co.za.